the human body. Welcome to today's lecture. Last week we looked at the respiratory systems and how the lungs separate oxygen from other gases which we breathe. Today we will be looking at good dependence within three of the body's most important systems. The central nervous systems, the cardiovascular system and the digestive system. The nervous systems can be debated into two parts, the central nervous systems and the peripheral nervous system. The central nervous system is comprised of the brain of the spinal cord and is responsible for processing the information which is sent to or received from the peripheral nervous system which is made up of the body nerves. The brain processes information while the spinal cord acts as a delivery system for the information and impulse. Information transmitted through the central nervous system tells our bodies how to react in a certain situation, such as when we want to take a step, the brain tells are you getting joint to beat, or when we touch something or we receive information giving us a burning sensation. The CNS also sends information about infection so that the appropriate organ egg. The spleen can fix certain types of bacteria. It is a common misconception that the brain is the largest organ in the human body, when in fact it comes on the third largest after the skin and the liver respectively. The central nervous system also controls our second system of the day, the cardiovascular system, as known on the circulatory system, which delivers blood and oxygen to the various parts of the body. The, rela the relationship between these two systems is quite complicated, as each has an effect on the other. If we take to heart, for example, which is a key organ in the cardiovascular system, we can think that it feeds the brain and as such the CNS with oxygen and blood. But at the same time, is it the brain that controls the heart dealing it? How often to beat. In fact, the cardiovascular system is not only responsible for de delivering blood and oxygen, but also for transporting nutrients, hormones, and waste throughout the body. All of these are carried in the blood, of which an average adult has about 5 liters. The hair acts as a pump which circulates the blood through the capillaries, arteries, and veins. It is interesting to note that if these were left end-to-end, the estimate length would be 100,000 kilometers. Our next system, the digestive system, is closely linked, linked to the cardiovascular system as on the one, and it requires about 30% of all cardiac cardiac output, and on the other, the digestive system separates nutrients from food before they can be distributed via the cardiovascular system. Thus, as with the, relation, the relationship between the CNS and the cardiovascular system, each system needs to other to work. When thinking about the digestive system, the first organ that comes to mind is usual the stomach but Surprisingly, this is not the largest organ in the system. 
that is, in fact, the liver, which is actually the largest solid organ in the body, the liver performs several functions, among which are cleaning the blood, producing digestive liquids, bile, and storing energy. Again, we can see examples of cross-system relationships here. As well as the liver and the stomach, the digestive system is made up, to, up of the pancreas and the intestine. The pancreas, like the liver, aids in the digestion of food. After food has passed through the stomach and has been ground into tiny pieces, it enters the intestine where the bile is added and the nutrients are extracted for the food. Waste products then move further down the intestine. Now, don't forget to join me next week when we will examine the tonsils and other glands.